The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Illuminating Feng Shui with Kathleen Zamansky. Are you seeking effective ways to increase efficiency, productivity, and accountability while boosting your bottom line? In our program, Kathleen and her guests will impart wisdom and proven techniques to help you tap into the universal energies of feng shui and Chinese metaphysics. Now, here is your host, Kathleen Zamansky. Welcome, I'm Business Feng Shui Master Kathleen Zamansky, and this is Illuminating Feng Shui. Today I'm delighted to bring you Davia Parekh, who is going to talk to us about building entrepreneurial relationships for business success. You'll also hear my weekly Feng Shui tip later in the program, and today I'm going to be talking about business astrology and building relationships. But first, I'd like to introduce my guest today. Her name is Davia Parekh. She's an international speaker, a number one bestseller author and a leading business relationship coach. Davia connects with audiences across all industries and speaks on a range of topics associated with business relationships and leadership. And that's what all the crux of all of our business is about, right? So we're she's also going to um, tell us a little bit about how um, we can masterfully do mindfulness for efficiency, energy, and profits. And she is also the best-selling author, engaging international interactive talks to show audience a simple success principle, become the empowered you to reach new heights. Davia works on an international level with leaders, achievers, and entrepreneurs. She believes the key to success is the partnerships that we cultivate. For her relationships, relationships is the king. Devia's best-selling book, including her newest number one bestseller, The Entrepreneur's Garden, The Nine Essential Relationships to Cultivate Your Wildly Successful Business. She serves as, this serves as a foundation for many leaders in businesses and organizations. Welcome to the show, Devia. Thank you, Kathleen, for having me on your show and giving me the opportunity to have this wonderful conversation with you. Oh, it's 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 delightful to have you, and I look forward to the next hour with you. What what I like to do uh, to get started with all of my guests, I like to uh, find out what you know, or if you've ever uh, incorporated or to use feng shui, astrology, or auspicious timing. So I'll share a story. I used to have a friend, uh, you know. Now we stay in touch with Facebook. She was very much into feng shui and. After she, you know, after she had redecorated her house based on feng shui principles, she reached out to me and she was very excited and said, Divya, you know, you need to come out to my house and check it out. And I have to share that when I went to her house, the energy seemed to be very calming and it almost was a shift in her house from the time before I had gone and it almost felt like very calming and peaceful energy. Interesting. Did you find the shift in her as well? Hmm, that's a really good question. The the reason yep. I ask that, um, you know, I always say that you can always 
um, know what's happening in a person's life by what's happening in their their home or office. So however things are set up, um, you know, sometimes people um, complain about either lack of relationships or I don't have enough money or, um, you know, several several different um, reasons why I would be called in to do a consultation. And I can tell you that it's really pinpointed about an issue that's in their house. And then once that's, once that's rectified, then we can see a shift in the person as well. So just wondering if you had picked up on that as well. I did not specifically look for it. However, she was very happy that, you know, she has organized her home based on her feng shui principles. And she's actually practicing feng shui right now. And bless it. Well, there you go. Must have been a big shift for her to even incorporate that as, and that's actually how I started as well. Um, You know, we didn't really even have this discussion, but that truly is how I started. I saw such profound and quick results in my own life. I knew that I had to share this modality with other people and help them as well. So there you go. So, all right, well, let's uh, let's get into your interview. So um, we're going to talk about um, business and relationships. So do you do you feel that entrepreneurs live an easier life in comparison to corporate professionals? <laughs> well, there is a myth and perception about that, that entrepreneurs have an easier life because they're their own boss. They can decide what they want to do. However, when you compare an entrepreneur's life to the corporate life, I would say, yes, in some ways, it is more fun than being in corporate life. And yet in some ways, it can be very arduous because everything falls upon you and you're wearing so many different hats. So having both the experiences from corporate as well as from the entrepreneurial world, one thing that I definitely loved in the corporate world was the team. You know, you had the ready-made team that you could fall back upon and that close network of people that you're working on, the project and you're working in a community. Whereas when you're an entrepreneur, what happens is that usually, especially if you're starting out or even if you have been in business for a few years, you may have a team, but you don't have a team that you're seeing daily in and out. You could be outsourcing a lot of different actions, a lot of different things, that your business needs, and then sometimes so many entrepreneurs wear different hats and doing so many different things that they even may not know. And by that token, what happens is that a lot of work falls onto an entrepreneur's shoulders, and that brings overwhelm. And then additionally, what happens is that you do not have the luxury of allowing somebody else to make decisions for the overall big picture and maintaining the health of your business. So entrepreneur is a lot of fun because you can live your passion 24 by 7, and yet at the same time, you have to be extremely careful that you don't let the overwhelm and frustration of daily entrepreneurship get to you. Yeah, and I I agree with that. I mean, I remember when I decided to start my own business because I come from a corporate background as well, that, oh, this was, you know, the freedom of being able to, you know, do what I want. And, you know, it, there there is something to be said about you can do it 724 because sometimes it does feel that way that, you know, it, it's almost like my work is almost never done. Um, and that's, you know, a choice on my part, obviously, but I do, um, I do understand everything that you were saying. And then when, when the term 
came out Soulpreneurs uh, a, a while back. I, I really resonated with that. And it, it felt kind of lonely, actually, because you're right. You don't have those teams that you can, you know, fall back onto or, you know, if you need extra help getting a project done, it's like, oh, bring in the team. Well, the team is me. And then it's me and me and me, and that's the team sometimes. So it it, it really can be, um, as you said, the overwhelm that um, we do feel um, by this choice of becoming an entrepreneur. So based on your experience in the corporate world, how is an entrepreneur's life different or similar to that corporate professional? So there are definitely a lot of aspects that are similar and different from the corporate world. So as an entrepreneur, in similarities, you are the leader because if you do not step into leadership role, your entrepreneurship is going to lag behind. And similarly, in the corporate world, you know, what has happened is that we have transitioned from the industrial age into technology age and information age. And as part of that, regardless of where you are in your situation, I would say that majority of workers have some form of decision that they can make. They have their own sphere of influence where they can exert decisions, have efforts, make things better. So we have transitioned from industrial age to more to of the knowledge workers. And when we do that, then what happens is a lot of responsibility does lie on individuals themselves as to having responsibility for their career development, professional development, So that aspect is very much similar. So similarly, like corporate professional, an entrepreneur has to be aware of that situation that, yes, times are changing, the market and labor shifts are happening, new trends are emerging. So based on that, I need to ensure that I'm playing in the play area that I excel at. And when you're playing in the play area that you excel at, then it's important to have that desire and that importance of knowing and having that value that, yes, I need to invest that time, energy, and finances in myself. And it's very much similar to a corporate professional as well with the changing times that they need to keep on developing themselves to stay viable. So that's one of the aspects that are quite similar. And some of the aspects that are different for an entrepreneur from A corporate professional is one, as you mentioned, about solopreneur. You can be lonely at times. You could be working from home. You could be a virtual solopreneur. And when you're a virtual solopreneur doing online discussions, meeting people on social media, and even if you're meeting people during networking meetings, there is lack of that continuum that you have in corporate world. So, for example, in the corporate world, there's a continuum that you know that there's going to be consistent project team, at least once it's assigned to that project. And, of course, you know, teams are dissolved, new teams are assigned to the projects. It can happen, but yet there is a certain amount of certainty and security. And then secondly, for most of the corporate professionals, they know that, you know, they're going to get the next paycheck, They know how much money is coming in, and that's how what they can do is they can plan their lives. They know what risk to take, the calculated risk, having that retirement plan, having those benefits. So all those things do form a safety cocoon for corporate professional to be 
at their peak of performance, which they can. However, not to say that, you know, they do not have the onus of reporting to a boss, of competing colleagues, and of cultures that could be in the conflict of interest of their values, and the values may not be aligned in the direction that organization is going. So there are some of those differences and similarities. So at the same token, when we talk about it in an entrepreneur's life, what happens is that, yes, there is lack of continuity, there's lack of consistency, and yet you can always be aligned with your values because you are the one at the helm of your ship deciding what course your ship can take. You are the one who's writing the book of your life. You are the one who's deciding what's your future going to look like. So there's a freedom, and yet there's a risk associated with it because you do not know when's your next paycheck going to come. You don't know where's your next client going to come from. So those are a few of the similarities and dissimilarities at a glance. Yeah, and I would say, you know, that, you know, when you were talking before about, you know, how corporate, you know, will, you know, e- you know, even pay for, you know, like continuing education and for an entrepreneur in today's world to stay up with, up to date with all the trends that are happening, it's not an inexpensive thing to do. Um, and it's something that we must do if we want to stay on top of our game and be leaders in our field. And you're right, it's the it's the difference of having a regular paycheck. And can I really afford that, that um, investment in myself to keep my business going. So I'm going to uh, uh, take a moment right now to thank my sponsor, Saddler Inc. Insurance. The staff at Saddler is dedicated to giving you the best coverage at the best price. It's not our matter and not a matter of if you are going to need insurance, it's when. For real customer service for all your insurance needs nationwide, please check out my sponsor, www.saddlerinc.com. Stay tuned for more on Illuminating Feng Shui. And when we come back, I'll continue the conversation with Davia Parekh about building entrepreneurial relationships for business success. comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Highly successful people know that timing is everything. Kathleen Zamansky's Time Blazer Business Management System taps the ancient wisdom of auspicious timing for your business success. The Time Blazer decodes ancient Chinese wisdom into standard business concepts to help you make crucial decisions at the correct time, whether it's about business, career, education, travel, or even the best time to walk away from a partnership. Find out more at 5elementsgroup.com. That's number 5elementsgroup.com. Do you second-guess your business decisions? Whether you struggle or succeed in business depends on you. What if you had access to foretell when certain days and times were vibrant to help you excel in your personal and professional endeavors? You were born with a business DNA. With a Five Elements Business Astrology reading, timing is everything, and the time is now. Why wing it when you were born with a unique birth map? For your free business astrology chart, visit freebusinessastrology.com. That's freebusinessastrology.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. 
This is Illuminating Feng Shui. To reach Kathleen or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Kathleen at 5elementsgroup.com. Now, back to Illuminating Feng Shui. Welcome back. This is your host, Kathleen Zemanski. We're joined today by Davia Parekh about building entrepreneurial relationships for business success. So, Davia, what is at the heart of your life and business? Mm, great question, Kathleen. So, what is my why and what is at the core center of my life and business? It is about values. It's so important to have values that guide my decisions and day-to-day decisions as well as how I live my life. And what's at the heart is that my value centers around people because I believe people have so much potential. People have so much energy and so much power that we do not leverage it enough. And when people come together, the power and the magic is just amazing. And I'll just share that. So many times it happens is, as I had mentioned earlier, that, you know, you may be alone and, you know, you're sitting working on your computer and you don't find that magic. And then sometimes somebody connects you with someone and I'll just share the story with you. You know, you and I connected and you find that you, when you connect with like-minded people who have similar values, who have this desire to serve other people and make a difference in the world, that's when magic happens. And it's just amazing. It fills you with a joy that is very different from happiness that material world brings to us. So it's the connection. It's that connecting with heart to our heart and making that difference and impact. It's about inspiring, influencing, and impacting people. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's very nice. So why are relationships important to an entrepreneur's success? Mm. Relationship is the basis of anything. So when you start out, when you meet somebody for the first time, it's a contact, and then you ask them about themselves, you know, where they're at, and then you involve that active listening. That contact moves into further into connection. And then what happens is that as you continue building your relationship, so one of the metaphors that comes to my mind is, it's the difference between snorkeling and scuba diving. Mm-hmm. You can find that oyster with pearls of wisdom only when you do the scuba diving. And so is the relationship. When you deepen your relationship, when you believe in that receiving begins with giving, when you give without any expectations, give and... And I've found that, that so many times you give wholeheartedly and it may not come back from the same person, but then what amazes me is that, you know, somebody else will come and help me out. What goes around comes around. And as you have that relationship, what happens is that people help you not because you want them to help you. They help you because they would love to help you. They're there for you as your champions. They're there for you as your cheerleaders. And when people 
become cheerleaders in friendship and in relationships, the dynamics is totally different because now they're looking out for you. They have your back and you don't have to worry about it. So that's why relationships are so important because even though you may be a great entrepreneur, you may be phenomenal, you may be fantastic, but when you're surrounded out, when you're surrounded by relationships that are deep, surrounded by people who inspire you, when you're surrounded by people who connect with you, who are looking out for you just like you're looking out for them, then it just becomes mutual. It's almost like having a family without wondering whether, you know, whether you can ask them for something or not, whether they can ask you for something or not. And it's the support. We all forget. You know, we have become so entrenched in technology that we have forgotten the value that the support of a community brings to us. So let's go back and, you know, 200 years back, they did not have all the machines and everything that we had. There were farmers next to each other. You know, the farmers would help each other build their fences. And that's how the societies got built and the communities got built and people came together. And that's where the relationship is important for your success, for your business growth, for your personal life, to have that joy and passion because it's people who bring the power and there is n- so one of the quotes I love to share is it's from R. Sukole. I'm probably not pronouncing the gentleman's name properly, but it goes something like this. Individually, we are a single drop of water. Together, we are an ocean. Hmm. That sounds very um, five element um, metaphysical as well, because we, you know, of the five elements, you know, it's that drop of water, and and we mix it with another drop of water. We can't tell one drop from the next because it becomes the ocean. And um, but I, you know, as I was listening to you, I I'm thinking of all of the business activities that I do, and for me, it's something that I I. I always encourage my clients when they're looking for, you know, you know, business advice from me, um, you know, when they're saying I don't have enough business, you know, I I can look at their chart and see if this is something that is lending itself to them or not. But, you know, getting out and off of social media, I, I think that, you know, if you meet somebody at, you know, a chamber event or an association event or, uh, a networking event, and you take it from there onto social media is one thing. But if you think that you're really going to be building so many relationships, now there are the few that are going to be able to do that. But I think as a whole, without really building some rapport of some sort, it's going to be very difficult to survive without some strong relationships. And let's face it, without people buying our products and services, we are not going to be in business for very long. So relationships really do go to the core in building the right um, the right relationships. And as you said, going back to what the heart of your life and business is, if you build it on your values, you will attract people of your values. So that's, that's I think, a really important um, piece for people to take away from our conversation here today. 
So let's talk about the relationships with people. You've created an acronym, which I really like. It's RWD. First, let us know what that is and how this RWD principle um, helps us build relationships, how we can be better at that. Mm. It's something that lies at the core of the principle of humanity. RWD is R stands for respect, W stands for warmth, and D stands for dignity. So think about it. I would invite you to imagine that when you're meeting your close friend, when your friend's walking up to you, your eyes light up, you know, you're smiling from year to year, that smile is reaching your eyes, and there's this warmth that you feel towards your friend and you extend towards them. And because you care for them, you do respect them and you treat them with the dignity that they deserve. So let's take that imagination one more step further. If you were to look at every human being that you met and thought of them as your friend, and regardless whether they're going to become your friend or not, regardless of whether they're going to become your client or not, regardless whether they're going to become your joint venture partners or not, However, if you were to treat them with respect, warmth, and dignity, not only from their heart's perspective would they return the compliment back, and it's possible, you know, some people may not be in the right place and they may not smile back when you're meeting them at networking, and they're all different types of people, but you have extended your best to them. And if nothing comes out of it, you know that you have walked away after giving them the best you could. And that respect, warmth, and dignity also goes back to our brains because our brains are mirror neurons. And let's look at what does mirror do. Mirror reflects back what you're feeling. It does not hide anything. It does not sugarcoat anything or it does not change anything. Similarly, the mirror neurons in us, when we feel that genuine warmth, respect, and dignity being extended by somebody in front of us, majority of the time, you will find that humans will reciprocate. So it's how we have been built, and it, goes, it works in two dimensions. It goes from the perspective of being a human and also goes from the perspective of recognizing how our brains work and making sure that we are according the same warmth to them as, they, as we would expect them to extend the warmth to us. And, you know, I, I try this out. Well, I travel a lot. So, I, you know, like in airports, um, uh, you know, I, I'm not, i not a shy person, first off, but um, without saying a word, you can smile with your eyes or just have, you know, a warmth in your eyes. For You know, we can, with our nonverbal communication, it really can open up a different world. And, you know, I... I will just kind of try this to see how many people will react just to looking at a smiling eye. You know, it's it's really quite interesting how people will warm up and just say hi or or you know um, nod back or or you know smile with their eyes back or even give me a smile. It's just kind of very interesting how you, you know if you really do open up um, your own heart um, to being you know, a, a nice human being, how nice people will reciprocate in, in that nonverbal form. It's really quite interesting. <laughs> you are so right. You sound just like me because when I'm sitting at the airport, 
Yeah, sometimes, you know, I might be looking at the phone, but uh, I do make an effort to get off the phone and just look at, you know, all these people who are, you know, where they're going, where they're coming from, and all these stories they have, their own struggles, their triumphs, and all the wonderful relationships they have in life. And I especially try out in New York because I do visit New York at least a couple of times a year. And when I'm walking in Manhattan, I do make an effort to smile. And you'll be surprised how many people will turn that smile. Or if they mm-hmm. don't smile back, they will give you at least a nod. Right, right. It's, it's, it's actually a fun exercise. If you can make eye contact with people who are not walking with, with their heads down, texting or whatever whatever they're doing, it's very interesting how many people are, are just even in a huge metropolitan area uh, with traffic and, you know, needing to watch, you know, lights of, you know, changing lights of traffic that they're more concerned about what is on the the little rectangular screen than, you know, human interactions around them. But I guess that's another discussion. So (laughs) (laughs) anyway, we're going to take another short break. And when we come back, we're going to hear from Devia Uh, Parekh about building entrepreneurial relationships for business. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Do you second guess your business decisions? Whether you struggle or succeed in business depends on you. What if you had access to foretell when certain days and times were vibrant to help you excel in your personal and professional endeavors? You were born with a business DNA. With a five elements business astrology reading, timing is everything and the time is now. Why wing it when you were born with a unique birth map? For your free business astrology chart, visit freebusinessastrology.com. That's freebusinessastrology.com. Highly successful people know that timing is everything. Kathleen Zamansky's Time Blazer Business Management System taps the ancient wisdom of auspicious timing for your business success. The Time Blazer decodes ancient Chinese wisdom into standard business concepts to help you make crucial decisions at the correct time, whether it's about business, career, education, travel, or even the best time to walk away from a partnership. Find out more at 5elementsgroup.com. That's number 5elementsgroup.com. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. This is Illuminating Feng Shui. To reach Kathleen or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Kathleen at 5elementsgroup.com. Now, back to Illuminating Feng Shui. Welcome back. This is Kathleen Zemanski, and if you're just tuning in, I'm talking to Davia Parekh, and we're talking about building entrepreneurial relationships for business success. So, Davia, can you um, let us know about how, you know, entrepreneurs really do have to wear several hats? Can you share some practical tips for us to make the right decisions? That's a great question. 
And what happens is in an entrepreneur's life, we go through so many decisions that we have to make on the split second or sometimes as you're wearing several hats, you may be facing times where you have to make medium impact decisions. Sometimes you may have to make hard decisions. So I'll give a very simple tool. It is called 3 by 24. So the first is 24 seconds for simple decisions, 24 minutes for medium impact decisions, and then 24 hours for hard decisions. So especially when you're faced with simple decisions to make, regardless of wherever you are, take that pause. Take that 24 seconds and evaluate what's happening. So I'll just kind of give a very quick example. So let's say you're at a networking meeting and then right after the networking meeting around 4.35, everybody's going for happy hour and somebody invites you that you have connected with really well. Why don't you join us? And now you don't know what's on your calendar and then you can just take that pause and say, let me just check my schedule and I'll let you know. Because so many times what happens is that we forget what's on our calendar, then you say yes and then you look at your calendar and you find you have to go meet somebody else or you may have to go to your son's soccer game or daughter's basketball game or piano recital or it could be anything else. And then you're like, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. So rather than putting yourself in that situation, if you take that pause, it enables you to make that right decision in that split second. So let's talk about the medium impact decisions. There may be people, so for example, in the joint venture partner, somebody is really close to you, you're working together, and then something comes up. Let's say you, I'll share a story with uh, you recently that you know, I'm planning to launch an anthology, and the partner that I'm launching an anthology with reached out to me and asked, oh, uh, we need to send out the contract, somebody's really requesting it, can we meet up pretty soon? And then I was thinking about it. I said, you know, give me a few minutes and let me see what's going on. And then what I found was that I had an appointment with my client for whom I really need to prepare because I like to give my best to any interaction and I knew that I needed that half an hour of time. So because I went back, I went back and took a look at the notes. I went back and took a look at the email as to what was supposed to be done during our interaction, during our meeting time with that client. And I found that he really wanted to discuss something important and I needed to do my homework. So what I did was I shared that with my partner and she said, oh, that's totally fine. Why don't we go ahead and like, you know, meet after hour and a half. So that way I maintain the sanctity of my interaction with my client as well as met the needs of my partner. Now the third is the hard decisions. So for example, there may be cases sometimes what may happen is, I'll share an example. One of my friends found that her husband had a cancer just recently and then she was scheduled for going on a tour where, you know, they were going to do retreats and they had a lot of different things planned out. And now this is a hard decision. 
and she did not know here on one hand her personal life was falling apart and here on another hand her business life was just taking off what was she supposed to do so she took that 24 hours to reflect back and talk with the people involved talking with her husband talking with her partners and what they decided was that because she was supposed to go for like months together so rather than doing that what she would do is she would just come she would do her piece and then come back to her husband and because she had given herself that time she could present it beautifully to her partner she could present it beautifully to her husband and everybody was on the same page and that heartbreak and that conflicts and challenges that we bring upon ourselves we can eliminate quite a few of those by just kind of practicing this simple 24 by 3 I love that yeah yes. those are those are great stories and great examples and another that I would like to you know bring aware to our listeners as well you know as entrepreneurs and you know if we live on the online world there's a lot of um and, and, and even if you go to, you know, like some of these, um, you know, weekend workshops or something and people try to get you into like these big coaching programs or um, something of that nature and you need to buy right away, um, I would really absolutely implement that three by 24 and absolutely the 24. And believe me, I um, have been in this position where I've been, you know, kind of pushed that you have to make this decision now or the deal is going to go away. You know what? the deal's not going to go away. There's, If they really want your business, they will um, be willing to work with you in the situation that you're in. Um, so that's something that I think, you know, people really, and when I'm giving offers from, from my stage, when I'm, uh, you know, doing events and things like that, I always give like that, even the three-day rule. Because I, I, it's to me, I want to make sure that you are my people. You are someone who really wants to be in my community, not caught up in the moment. So that is a very, very, very good tip. I love that tip. So um, what would you say if something's not working out for an entrepreneur and they want to just quit and just say, okay, I'm done? Um, when should they quit or when should they um, stay with what, what they're doing? So this again goes back to 3 by 24. So now I will say that, you know, before you make any rash decisions or before you make any hasty decisions, sit down, reflect, get the support, and look at all the available options and see that is this the right choice. And one of the best things to do is, I will share another tip with you is, create a column that whatever decisions you're making, whether you want to stay with the business or whether you want to move out of the business, go back to the corporate world, or whether you want to start another business, write down what are the pros and cons. So create four columns for every option. So let's say one option, what are the benefits to it? Then what are the costs to it? That if you do it, what benefits you're going to get? And if you don't do it, what can happen? Similarly, so when you're talking about the cost, you also see that if you do it, what else can go wrong? 
So yes, it's a paradox in itself, but you're looking at the situation from all angles. If I do it, what happens? If I don't do it, what happens? And what are the benefits and what are the costs? And after doing that, for every option, go ahead and look at the proposed plan that you could do. So it's just not only the option. It's also seeing the logistics of it, coming down to the details, coming down and getting dirty and doing the Mm nitty-gritty. And look at the details. Are they doable? And if they're not doable, can you come up with a plan? Can you lean back on someone who can help you? Because here you're talking about your passion. So it's about mixing the passion with performance. And I know sometimes, you know, profits don't go along all the way but it's bringing that mindfulness to the situation and exploring different options. And when you find that, yes, the only recourse that is left is to give up your business and there is no other way out because you want to make sure that, you know, you don't continue running your business in such a way that, you know, you come, you're on the road and you don't have anything to feed yourself. So that is also important. But at the same token, it's possible that, you know, you may just be feeling down and overwhelmed and you may have the finances, but you, you're not in a position to put in that time and effort. And in that event, let's say if you were to invest in yourself and work with a coach or take a training program that would help you grow and develop and help you move through that problem then go for it. So it's, it's a case-by-case basis. It's a situation-by-situation and looking at the options and looking at the pros and cons. Yeah. And, you know, I actually work, when I work with my, my clients, I have a timing system called the Time Blazer, and this is actually mapping out your goals for the year. I actually have my clients um, do something very similar to that is I have them write out their yearly business plan and I have them do exactly that because there's a lot of people who have these once if you will and then it's like okay what are the pros and cons of going after that and uh, do you really have the bandwidth do you have the finances do you have the resources etc but before we run out of time on this segment I really do want to um, let our listeners know that um, Divya has a really wonderful gift for us today so if you can let us know about that and how we can access it. Absolutely. So uh, it's very simple. You can go to the website. It is success.diviaparek.com forward slash goals. And what it's going to do for you is it's what we are talking about as to you know what decisions to make and everything goes back to the planning and preparation. If you do planning and preparation right, then it really helps you design the course for your goal, and that's what this report will do for you. Wonderful. So to um, receive that gift, let me spell that out for you. It's www.success, dot, and this is her name, Divya Parekh, D-I-V as in Victor, Y, A-P as in Paul, A-R as in Romeo, E-K as in Kathleen, H as in hello, dot com forward slash goals, G-O-A-L-S. And then um, if they want to just reach out to you to find a little bit more about you, um, how can they, how can they uh, find you? I'm everywhere in the sense that I'm on the website 
on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. Well, how, my Twitter. how about your how about your website? Let's let's get get started there, so people we can direct people directly um, to you. Where where should they go for that? Oh, fantastic! It is uh, com and it is spelled out as D as in David, I V as in Victor, Y A. P as in Paul, A as in Apple, R as in Robert, E, K as in Kevin, H as in Harry, dot com. And if you want to reach directly to me, you can email me at contact at com. Perfect. Okay. Well, we're going to take another short break. And when we come back, I'm going to give you my weekly tip about business astrology and building relationships. We'll be right back. Business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. Highly successful people know that timing is everything. Kathleen Zamansky's Time Blazer Business Management System taps the ancient wisdom of auspicious timing for your business success. The Time Blazer decodes ancient Chinese wisdom into standard business concepts to help you make crucial decisions at the correct time, whether it's about business, career, education, travel, or even the best time to walk away from a partnership. Find out more at 5elementsgroup.com. That's number 5elementsgroup.com. Do you second-guess your business decisions? Whether you struggle or succeed in business depends on you. What if you had access to foretell when certain days and times were vibrant to help you excel in your personal and professional endeavors? You were born with a business DNA. With a Five Elements Business Astrology reading, timing is everything, and the time is now. Why wing it when you were born with a unique birth map? For your free business astrology chart, visit freebusinessastrology.com. That's freebusinessastrology.com. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. This is Illuminating Feng Shui. To reach Kathleen or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Kathleen at 5elementsgroup.com. Now, back to Illuminating Feng Shui. And we're back. This is your host, Kathleen Zamansky. Divya, the time went by so quickly today. I had so many more things to ask you, but um, what can you leave our listeners with? If we had a couple of words to sum this all up today, what would you say? I would say value yourself and value people around you and go and build relationships. Beautiful. Well, I really appreciate you stopping by with us today. I, I thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me and giving me the opportunity for such a wonderful conversation. I'm very grateful for it. Thank you, Kathy. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, now it's time for my weekly feng shui astrology and auspicious timing tip. Today, I'm going to talk about business astrology and building relationships. And there's actually a couple of parts to this. You know, first, it's going to be the traditional way of looking at astrology about combining and clashing of the animals in the zodiac. And then two, it's about knowing your weaknesses, um, really on a visceral level, but it will also show in your chart and how the five elements can help you when searching for partners or staff. 
and or staff, if you will. So to follow along, you may want to download your free astrology chart from my software and, you know, grab your staff and partners chart as well while you're there. And you can get that at www.freebusinessastrology.com. So um, you can follow along uh, as I go through this process. So when we're looking at business relationship, we look at the month pillar of one or more people that we want to partner with. Now, this is the pillar, the month pillar. It's going to give you information about your career, your character, and your ambitions. So in traditional Chinese astrology, we do look at the combination of animals in one's chart to see if they're compatible. So we would be looking for one of these six relationships. It would be in the month pillar, remember, um, rats and oxen get along, tigers and pigs get along, Rabbits and dogs get along. Dragons and roosters like each other. Snakes and monkeys are great together. And horses and goats are together. Now, if you see one of each of these pairs in the month pillar, now if there are other pillars, there would have some influence, but if they're in the month, that's like very, very, very compatible. And we can see that communications are going to be much easier for the most part. But let's face it, everyone has a bad date. Now, it's not going to be perfect all the time because there's other things influencing everybody all the time home life, things that happened, you know, on the way to work or, you know, other things are always influencing people's lives. So keep that in mind. Now, clashes in an astrology chart can be a bit more complicated because a clash animal is considered antagonistic and argumentative. So the six clash animal pairs are, again, we're looking at this month pillar of you and someone that you want to know how compatible you are with. If you have a rat and a horse, not a great combination, oxen and goats, tigers and monkeys, rabbits and roosters, dragons and dogs, and snakes and pigs. Now, Even though these pairs that I just mentioned are clashes, um, these animals, they really need to be put in place, you know, what needs to be put in place, if you will, you know, within your business dealings are equal boundaries, um, good verbal and nonverbal communications, as well as a good conflict resolution plan. Now, this is not a bad idea in any case, but when you have these antagonistic animals, there is a much more likelihood of some flare-ups within um, the, the business dealings, if you will. And this actually came up during a client's annual astrology and feng shui update this week. She asked me about a new partnership that she wants to create, and she said that she was leery because she read on the internet, so we know how that can all turn out, that there was a clash between her and this potential prospect that she wants to partner up with. By the way, this is where superstition can ruin a great partnership. First of all, she was basing this information on their years of birth. So if you're following my show, you'll know that the your birth is about your marketing, your capacity to expand in the marketplace and your reputation, not about business relationships. The year of birth is about, you know, social circles. So we it, it is friends, but we're not talking about friendships. We're talking about business here. So it would be wrong to look at the year of birth to access a, uh, a partnership in business. So as I mentioned earlier, I would look at the month of birth and that's about your career and character and ambitions. So to see if that person's a fit. Now, the next thing that I would suggest when you're building business relationships is to take a clear assessment of yourself. 
So I'm of the mindset that when you know your weaknesses and you can delegate or partner up with somebody who can do it quicker, better, and probably more cost effective, then I think that would be the makings of a good match. Now, I'm not saying that a partner, you know, for you to partner with somebody who you're fighting with all the time, you know, would be a good good match because, you know, if you've got clashes um, between you, that might not be the most um, beneficial way of doing business. But if you both have the boundary of individually, this is what I'm going to be doing in the in the business and this is what you're going to be doing and you can separate that and then, you know, come together jointly about how you can do your business, that would be a great thing to do. But when you're working with somebody, um, you know, if you're hiring or partnering with somebody who has the same weaknesses, you're going to only amplify. So sometimes people, well, I really like that person. But if it's they're just like you, you're really not getting anywhere in business. So sometimes we really have to go and look for that opposite to make things work. So here's how um, I would suggest looking um, at the five elements to boost your weaknesses. Now, if you are the creative type, so you kind of know what type of person you are, um, the idea person um, who's a great starter but has a lot of unfinished projects because you just keep having more and more ideas, look for somebody who has a lot of metal in their chart. That would be either yin or yang metal or somebody with a monkey or rooster because they that those animals contain a lot of metal. Now, if you're someone who is, you know, maybe a little bit more rigid and often, you know, seems, you know, people tell you that you're cold or unapproachable, look for somebody with yin or yang fire or a horse and snake in your chart, their chart, because these people will warm up the situation. By the way, fire people are also great spokespeople, sales, they're good at IT and social media. Now, if you're the type of person who tends to be a loner, Deep in research, um, a yin or yang earth person would be somebody, or there's four choices of the animals, uh, the dog, dragon, ox, or goats. Um, those are the earth um, uh, animals to to uh, get some help of getting you um, things that need to be um, brought to the surface. So if you're the, you're the type of person who might be kind of stuck in your ways, like it's always been this way, but you do know that you need to shake things up and get new ideas and creativity, then bring in some yin or yang wood or a rabbit and tiger. These are the people that are great at training people because they love to teach. They're great at networking and making connections. And finally, if you're the type of person who is always in the limelight, the real go-getter that um, can almost be on the brink of burnout all the time because you're going, 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 and you might even been told that you're sort of hot-headed, bring in some yin or yang water or a person who has a pig or a rat in their chart. That's going to bring a little bit more balance um, to the business. So there's so many ways you can access business um, relationships through astrology, but you need to look at the month pillar. And either way, Remember, business astrology is a tool to help you know and realize your strengths and your weaknesses. But keep in mind that human nature is always what shows up each and every day. So you you have to look at both sides of the coin for you to have success. I really want to thank you today for spending time here. And I look forward to seeing you next time on Illuminating Feng Shui. And until next week, may good chi follow. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Illuminating Feng Shui. 
Please join Kathleen Zamansky again next Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel as we look at other aspects to power up your workspace. 